the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Let Us Reason, a Christian-Muslim dialogue with host Al Fadi. Let Us Reason is a unique show utilizing theology, apologetics, and evangelism to reach Muslims for Christ by comparing and contrasting Christian and Muslim doctrines. And now, your host, Al Fadi. Hello, everyone. This is Al Fadi, and uh, today we are going to talk about an interesting topic. Uh, in fact, it could be a problematic topic when it comes to the Islamic teachings on such topic, but lately, as always, uh, the Islamic Dawah team, uh, the Islamic propagandists, tend to try to spin things around and make it sound as if there is no problem when it comes to the Islamic teaching and yet that the Bible endorses what Islam teach. We're talking about child marriage here. And the uh, claim is that uh, Mary, the mother of our Lord, was actually a child when Joseph married her. Now, why would Muslims say something like this? For obvious reasons, because of the marriage of Muhammad to Aisha. And Islam itself confirms that he uh, proposed when she was six years of age and he was 51 years of age. And the marriage was consummated when she was nine years of, uh, of age and he was 54 years old. You can see the problem right there. And yet, at the same time, our Muslim friends tend to try to spin things around and make it sound like no big deal. It was also Mary and Joseph that had the same kind of model that preceded the marriage of Muhammad to Aisha. Yep, that might be so. Let's assume for the sake of argument that something like this would have been true, but even if it was, we are going to explore, myself and Dr. David Wood here, the ramifications of such claim. Of course, uh, with me here, joining us remotely, Dr. David Wood. Dr. David, thank you so much, as always, for doing so, and uh, you probably have heard this argument and this claim numerous times. In fact, you and I have done a number of video shows on the idea of the age of Aisha. Recently, I myself did also shows with uh, uh, Michael Jones with Inspiring Philosophy talking about scientific data concerning child marriage. And you probably have done a number of episodes and debates on this very issue. But why do you think, David, Muslims want to turn the table around and make it sound like it's normal? And here is your own Joseph married Mary, the mother of Jesus, when she was a child. Yeah, it's actually amazing. I mean, if you if you tried to think of something that human beings should agree on, it, the the idea that you shouldn't marry a six year old girl 
would probably be pretty high up on the list of things that human beings should now agree on. If if a if some previous culture didn't know any better, didn't know how harmful it is to uh, little girls when grown men start having sex with them at, at a young age. Uh, you know, if, if there's some culture that doesn't understand that, you could look back and say, OK, they didn't know any better. Uh, but the idea that people would be defending it today when we know that this is very, very harmful to young girls, when we have uh, uh, tons of art, uh, journal articles and books written on the harmful effects of child marriage, you'd think that this would be something where we could say, oh, okay, we, we, need to, we need to all agree that no, no marrying children. Marrying children is a, is a bad idea. But Muslims are in a very awkward position because according to the Quran, Surah 33, verse 21, Muhammad is the pattern of conduct for Muslims. And if you go to the Muslim sources, you find out that Muhammad married uh, uh, Aisha, as you pointed out, when she was six years old and had sex with her, consummated the marriage when she was nine years old. And not only that, but the Quran in chapter 65, verse four, allows marriage to sex with and divorce from prepubescent girls, girls who haven't reached puberty. And yes, we've been through uh, we've been through uh, many Muslim responses in previous videos. And in fact, uh, one of the last videos we did where we were discussing this, we were responding to a similar objection where Muslims were claiming that Isaac married a three-year-old. And uh, you, you can read the text. There is, I mean, you'd have to be insane to interpret Genesis as claiming that Isaac married a three-year-old. There's no way to interpret it that way. She was clearly uh, doing the work of someone who was at least in her teens and uh, and yet they'll say it because the the overarching principle that you'll find in the Dawa community is if you tell the truth about our prophet, we will lie about your prophet. If you tell the truth about Muhammad, if you if you state as a fact that Muhammad had sex with a nine year old girl, we'll lie about people in the Bible in order to uh, supposedly justify. It seems they really think that if Isaac had married a three-year-old that we would then say it's okay when in reality we would say okay well then isaac was wrong but uh so we have no problem calling out sin even if it's from the prophets but as a matter of fact there's no there's no way that isaac married a three-year-old that's a lie that's one of their lies and so what we're going to uh, address now is another one of their lies which is amazing because muslims will i'm sure you've heard this we respect Mary more than you Christians do. We respect, we love Jesus more than you Christians do. And yet they will not, we love the, we love the prophets, we respect, and they will not hesitate to lie about them if it's in defense of Muhammad. So we're going to look at uh, one example, and, and I, I, we're, we're going to pull up a tweet from a Muslim, but I just took a screenshot of one example. A ton of Muslims are sharing the exact same thing. Daniel Hakikachu, in his recent debate with Mike Jones, said the exact same said the exact same thing. Said that according to the Catholic Encyclopedia, Mary was uh, was a a child, a young girl when Joseph married. So, so I wanted to point this out because I I want people to understand that Daes are liars. <laughs> they're they're just flat out liars. Daniel Hakikachu is just lying when he says things like this. So uh, this is a, an example. So uh, this is a response from a Muslim. What about them? And this is in response to a criticism of Aisha. Hey, why did Muhammad have sex with a nine-year-old girl? And we see the Muslim here saying, what about the mother of your God who was 12 years old when she married Joseph, who was 92? And look, look at this because this is very important. Catholic Encyclopedia says, watch what they say about the Catholic Encyclopedia. 
When 40 years of age, Joseph married a woman called Milka or Eska by some, Salome by others. They lived 49 years together and had six children, two daughters and four sons, the youngest of whom was James the Less, the Lord's brother. A year after his wife's death, as the priests announced through Judea that they wished to find the tribe of, uh, tribe of Judah, a respectable man to espouse, Mary, then 12 to 14 years of age. Joseph, who was at the time 90 years old, went up to Jerusalem among the candidates. A miracle manifested the choice God had made of Joseph. And two years later, the Annunciation took place. So notice the Annunciation, even according to this massacred passage, where they're deliberately deceiving people about it, even according to this passage, she was 12 to 14 years of age, and then two years later, so 14 to 16 years of, of age, right. uh, uh, and, but but they'll point out, okay, 12 years old when she married Joseph. That's what they're claiming. So this you see over and over and over again from Muslims. They're using the Catholic Encyclopedia to say that according to the Catholic Encyclopedia, Mary was 12 to 14. Now, we already have to point out, even according to that, there's a big difference between 12 to 14 and 9. A 12, 13, 14-year-old girl can be finished with puberty. Puberty is a process that takes a few years. A nine-year-old girl, sort of best case scenario for Muslims, might be starting puberty, but uh, very rarely would a nine-year-old, unless, unless she's reaching very early puberty, would not be completing puberty. In other words, puberty is a process. It's not just when you get uh, your first menstrual cycle. It's, uh, you know, it's a process that your body starts changing, your hips start widening, you develop breasts, and so on. Uh, but they're using the Catholic Encyclopedia appealing to the Catholic Encyclopedia and just saying, according to the Catholic Encyclopedia, Mary was this young age. Now, watch what happens when we actually go to the Catholic Encyclopedia and see what it says. So let's go ahead and, uh, and pull up the, what the Catholic Encyclopedia actually says. Here's, what, here's the exact passage they're quoting. Watch what they leave out. It will not be without interest to recall here, unreliable though they are, the lengthy stories concerning St. Joseph's marriage contained in the apocryphal writings. So they're saying these are unreliable stories, but they're saying we're going to share them anyway, just so people know what's in the apocryphal writings. And then we have the passage that Muslims are quoting. When 40 years of age, Joseph married a woman called Melchor Salman. We already read that. And so if you keep going through, um, look, look, go down to the part where it says, Two years later, the Annunciation took place. And then look what comes immediately after that. These dreams, it's just calling like fantasies, these dreams, as St. Jerome styles them, from which many a Christian artist has drawn his inspiration, see, for instance, Raphael's Espousals of the Virgin, are void of authority. They nevertheless acquired in the course of ages some popularity. In them, some ecclesiastical writers sought the answer to the well-known difficulty arising from the mention in the gospel of the Lord's brothers. From them also, popular credulity has, contrary to all probability, as well as to the tradition witnessed by old works of art, retained the belief that St. Joseph was an old man at the time of, uh, at the time of marriage with the mother of God. So notice it's saying, uh, contrary to all probability. Saying so unreliable, a big chunk, David, that is missing. Big chunk. Yeah, they cut out. They cut out the parts where they're calling this. They're calling these stories unreliable, 
And they're criticizing. I'm saying this is against all probability here. The, the idea that, that Joseph is this old man on the verge of death and he's marrying uh, he's marrying this young girl. And so it, what you actually have when, when, you, uh, when you examine the apocryphal writings is, um, if, you just read, if you just read the Bible, it sounds like Mary had Jesus and then later on had more children. That's the impression, that's the impression you would get because Jesus had brothers. And so you would conclude, oh, okay, Jesus had brothers, therefore they had more children. Catholics don't believe that. They believe in the perpetual virginity of Mary. And so they can either say these were his cousin, these were Jesus' cousins, or um, that Joseph had children from a previous marriage. So Catholics would understand, uh, would, would read the Bible a bit differently on those issues. But the question arose for, for Catholics who adhered to the perpetual virginity of Mary, well, why would Joseph never have sex with her? Why would he never have, I mean, after, after Jesus is born, why wouldn't Joseph then have sex with her? Why would she always be a virgin? And so they eventually put together some stories where he's this super old man who just wasn't interested in sex and basically took Mary in as like a, as like a, a daughter to protect. And that's why he never, he never touched her. Um, and even the Catholic encyclopedia is saying these are later apocryphal writings that, you know, that had a, uh, an apologetic intent and you can't trust them. And so what's amazing is you, you read the passage and the Catholic encyclopedia is specifically saying you can't trust these later sources that had an agenda. Don't trust these sources. And Muslims leave all of that out, saying that this is contrary to probability, that these sources can't be trusted. They quote what's in the middle and say, according to the Catholic encyclopedia, she was 12 years old. Thank you for listening. We'll be right back after this message. You're listening to Let Us Reason with Al Fadi. We depend on the generous gifts of our supporters to produce this program. To join us in this work, go to patreon.com and search for CIRA International. That's C-I-R-A International. You can also donate through PayPal. Go to CIRAInternational.com to learn more. Your support will help us continue introducing Muslims to the gospel of Christ. Now, back to Let Us Reason. And that's what we're dealing with, right? I mean, notice, notice what the parallel would be. If we said, if we said, you know, according to the Hadith, Aisha was nine when Muhammad had sex with her. Suppose Muslims went to the Hadith and it actually said, some have reported that Aisha was nine when in fact these stories are false. They would accuse us of being liars. They would say, look how you, look how you hypocritical lying Christians completely distort our sources by saying the exact opposite of what our sources are actually saying. But we don't do that. We're quoting, our, we're quoting their sources accurately. And in response, they lie about Mary because, again, the Dawah methodology is if you tell the truth about Muhammad, if it's critical, if you're criticizing Muhammad, we're going to lie about people in the Bible, even though we claim to respect them. Why? Because they don't really respect Mary. They don't really respect the prophets. At the end of the day, they respect one person. The entire universe revolves around Muhammad for them, and they will throw everyone else in history under the bus all to defend Muhammad, who had sex with a nine-year-old girl. And that's the whole point here, David. I mean, it's it's real shame, of course, that half of that paragraph that was tweeted is missing. Half of it, technically speaking, because they intentionally removed the top and then the second half after St. Jerome says these are dreams. But And also the writing about the Apocrypha, which right there could have uh, triggered red flags immediately when you use that term. But all that to say is that The fact, here is my theory. When you invest time to try to defend something by concocting something else, that tells me you believe the incident took place 
and you're just trying to cover it up with something else or distract from it. Here is an example. Muslims tell you the crucifixion didn't happen. Okay, my argument is, if that's the case, then why did Allah waste two verses in the Quran to tell me that someone else was made to look like Jesus and get crucified? He could have said he was never crucified. End of discussion. Uh, move on. So, of course, our Muslim friends, especially those um, so-called learned uh, Dawit, uh, you know, propagandists, they try to deceive the Muslims, uh, you know, the masses of Muslim people, unfortunately, because they listen to them or they watch them or they follow them. And they think that somehow these guys are sophisticated. Who knows how many times this tweet was retweeted, you know? And how many times Muslims felt like oh, a sigh of relief is like, thank God, you know, at least we are not alone. But you said something interesting, uh, brother. Let's assume, for the sake of argument, that was the case. Okay, I'm going to look mm -hmm. at it from two different angles. He mm -hmm. was 90 and maybe 92 when the marriage was consummated and uh, she had uh, gave birth. Oh, and oh, she oh, was... oh, oh, yeah, keep in mind, keep in mind now, according to these sources where they're saying, oh, she was she was a young girl. According to these same sources, Mary, they never, then marriage was never consummated. That's, that's the funny part, right? According oh, to the okay. same, according to even the apocryphal sources, the marriage was never consummated. So there was never sex. So how is this supposed to be a defense of Muhammad? That is true when you take the Catholic position about the fact that she remained a virgin anyway. Yeah. But all yeah. that to say, but, but is you're, like, you're, you're right. You're right. Let's go with the benefit. Of the, let's give them the benefit of the doubt and say, let's suppose she was uh, 12 when the, the marriage was arranged. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, so the idea is, like you said, is he my role model? Joseph was mentioned in the Bible only in reference to the birth of Christ, and that was it. That was it. He was never mentioned before. He was never mentioned after. I was never told to follow his model, his example. None of that. What about Muhammad? The Quran clearly said, we made you basically a model for mankind. Muhammad is made model, not just for the Muslims, for mankind. In other words, all of humanity should follow his example. In other way, I need to be a murderer like him, and I need to be a deceiver like him, and I need to, uh, you know, take other people's wives and, uh, you know, call him my right-hand possession. And that, is that the model really I want to follow? If I didn't tell a Muslim the name Muhammad and gave him a list of the things that he has done, I doubt that they would even like that person until you put the name Muhammad in there. And all of a sudden, there is reinterpretation now of the entirety of everything, David. And let's yeah. say for the sake of argument also, what is wrong with the guy being 92 years of age, you know, uh, having uh, a normal relationship with his wife? Abraham was a 99 years of age, you know, when he basically was promised a child and he has that child at age 100. So my goodness, I mean, are, are Muslims now, ups, uh, you know, changing the story about Abraham? Somehow Abraham uh, wasn't able to really to perform his uh, duties as a husband and uh, have a child. The whole point of the story of Abraham is God to uh, for God to show us that even if we think we're dead, God can raise us back to life and give us progenit, uh, uh, you know, basically uh, a, uh, a, a, a children, descendants, and so on and so forth. So the very premise that these propagandists use doesn't stand even on solid ground. I mean, uh, was there any other arguments, uh, David, that you ever came across when it comes to the age of Aisha, technically speaking? 
Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, they, they, they'll appeal to moral relativism and just say, oh, it's a different culture and so on. It doesn't work because Muhammad is their pattern of conduct. Um, and uh, they'll, they'll try to go to the, the Bible and accuse everyone there of pedophilia, even though they're claiming that they respect uh, people in the Bible. But, uh, but yeah, that, that's, the basic, that's the basic idea is um, th- they're pointing to people who aren't patterns of conduct, right? Like one of the, one of the recent popular ones is they'll, they'll say, uh, uh, Princess Isabella, when she was married to Richard II of England, was six years old. This was circulating recently. Ah, Queen Isabella. I mean, Princess Isabella was married to King Richard II when she was six years old. And they'll they'll uh, take a screenshot of part of a Wikipedia article saying she was six years old. What's interesting there is they leave out the paragraph that says, since she was a child, the marriage was never consummated. And he treated her like an adopted daughter, right? Because it was a politically arranged marriage. Back They did that back then where uh, we want to unite our families for political right. purposes. And uh, it says, but since it's it, the same Wikipedia article that they linked to says, since canon law, in other words, church law, didn't allow sex before the age of 12, uh, the marriage was never consummated. And so this is supposed to be a justification of Muhammad having sex with a nine-year-old. And, and, and so you also have the, the example of Joseph here. And as you pointed out, it, if Joseph had married a child, it wouldn't matter to us. He's not, a, he's not an authority. In other words, if tomorrow scholars found some early first century source that said that, uh-oh, shocker, Joseph was an ax murderer, that wouldn't affect Christians at all. Why? He's not a he's not a source of doctrine or practice in Christianity. He could, if he had been an axe murderer, it wouldn't affect us at all. We would just say, "Wow, horrible, awful person." Uh, but in fact, in fact, uh, what we have is uh, we don't we have no idea how old Joseph was. We have no idea how Ma- how old Mary was, except for the fact the only thing we have to go on here is in the Gospel of Luke, Mary is called a young a woman. Matter of fact, not even young woman, just says woman. Uh, she's blessed among women. And in the Gospel of Mark, even 12-year-old girls, we see, were still called little girls. They called they called everyone up through the age of 12 little girls. So Mary was a woman. So whatever she was, she was older than 12 because they referred to uh, little girls as little girls. So that's the only thing you have to go on with the age of, of Mary is that she was a woman. And somehow, they, but they still want to call her a child because this somehow just this, they think this will justify Muhammad. And the, the great the great irony here is they're pointing to the Catholic Encyclopedia and they're massacring the context in order to make it sound like the Catholic Encyclopedia is saying, yes, we know how old Mary was. In reality, the Catholic Encyclopedia is saying the opposite. These, these are unreliable sources. You can't trust them. But even if Muslims want to go with those sources and say, you see, this says that Mary was married at this age. According to those same sources, the, the marriage was never consummated. Joseph took care of her like, like he would take care of a daughter. And so how in the name of common sense is this supposed to justify Muhammad's marriage to Aisha? It doesn't. And yet this circulates, this circulates like crazy among Muslims. And that should clue you in to the type of people you're dealing with. I'm not talking about average Muslims here. And your average Muslim could be like one of the nicest people in the world. I'm saying the Dawah community and the Muslim scholarly community that puts these things out and tells people, this is how you respond to Christians. These people are liars. In other words, whoever 
took that quotation from the Catholic Encyclopedia, so people like Daniel Hakikachu and so on, whoever took that out, left off the beginning of the paragraph and left off the end of the paragraph to make it say the exact opposite of what it was doing, whoever, the people who do that, those people are deliberate liars. They are deliberate deceivers. And they are the ones who are telling the Muslim community how to respond. So, I mean, I don't know what to, this is the classic example of blind leading the blind. You've got people who are, obviously and indisputably lying and deceiving people. And these are the champions of the Dawah community. And that, that should, that should, I mean, that, that should bother Muslims. And the sad part is it, it just doesn't. And David, why should we be surprised? Didn't Allah say in the context of the crucifixion that he is the best of deceivers? That yep, he made he someone else to look like Jesus to be crucified? Yet Islam is against the substitutionally atonement. Really? Well, Allah didn't have any problem taking another person, making him look like Jesus, having him crucified in the place of Jesus. And on top of this, David, deceived Christians for 600 years to believe in this alleged, uh, basically, similitude or lie. Wow. Uh, and, and he's a merciful, by the way, God, and he is a compassionate God. So I'm not surprised that the Dawah people uh, do exactly the same tactic as Allah himself. And indeed, we really ache for the majority of Muslims who end up believing in tweets like this, believing in somebody doing a show on his YouTube, on her YouTube, and somehow making it sound like this is really what happened. And at least the uh, Catholic Encyclopedia were honest enough to tell you these are dreams. Uh, sources are questionable. They're from apocryphal writing. I mean, they're giving you all of the background behind the story. And yes, they spelled out the story for you just to make you aware, you know, if you come across it, know this, that it is not really a reliable story. Well, David, as always, man, thank you so much. And uh, I always enjoy doing these things with you because uh, you take a philosophical approach. Uh, we try to reason with our viewers. And I hope that our Muslim friends who are watching this now will go and discount this tweet next time they come across it because we've shown you the complete and, and basically the entirety of the context itself. And I think a reasonable person should uh, see and decide for themselves that there is no truth to that claim whatsoever. David, as always, thank you so much, brother. Thank you, everyone. This is Al-Fadi. God bless. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.